G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby joining us. Hello, Lyle. Welcome along to 2020. Yeah, thanks a lot, Neil. Great to be with you again. Lyle, before we get into controversial stuff, uh, you were at the National Day of Prayer in Canberra yesterday. Is that the case? Yes, I was, Neil. It was a fantastic event. And uh, look, uh, you know, shout out to Matt Prater, who I know is uh, well known to Vision listeners and uh, Warwick and Alison Marsh who, who organised the day and their incredible team of volunteers. Uh, there was a huge crowd of people. The Great Hall of Parliament House was full from 10am to 4pm uh, of people from all over Australia who'd come into Canberra to pray for our nation and it was just a wonderful time and uh, I'm sure those prayers will be very effective. You know, I'm excited about it because uh, in our church yesterday, I took an opportunity to lead our congregation in a prayer for revival and for transformation for our nation. I imagine that the prayers were very fervent there in the Great Hall. Oh, they were, Neil. Um, uh, it was a really well-organized day, praying for revival and transformation, as you say, but also some of the political issues like marriage and uh, indigenous uh, reconciliation, all the big issues that touch our nation. But with uh, worship teams and worship uh, interspersed throughout the day and structured prayers, uh, it was really a wonderful time in God's presence. Let's talk about some of the issues that are on the agenda this week. And I know that the Safe Schools Coalition has come up again uh, for some uh, some controversy that's been generated. Uh, what's the latest with this Safe Schools Coalition? Yes, well, well Neil, as I know you're aware and uh, many of your listeners will be aware, we, we and other groups have been trying to raise awareness of this program, which is in uh, 480 odd schools throughout the nation. It's called Safe Schools, but uh, it really is uh, a program that's designed to um, promote transgenderism. Uh, it says to young people, to, to a boy, for instance, if you think you're a, a girl trapped in a boy's body, you should be allowed to wear a, a girl's school uniform to school, to use the girl's toilets, uh, and many other extreme things about uh, homosexual sex and, and, and all sorts of perverse acts which are encouraged uh, and promoted through this program and through the Minus 18 website. And so we've been trying to get this um, uh, awareness in the public. And uh, today in the Melbourne Herald Sun newspaper, they've published an article prominently featuring a woman who has withdrawn her children from the Frankston High School in Melbourne uh, because her school, uh, Frankston High, refused to uh, listen to her concerns about this program and, and what it means for her kids. That's interesting. Let me just explore that with you for a moment. What you're saying is there is a parent in a state school there in Victoria uh, who didn't like 
the idea of this level of transgenderism being promoted in the school. She went and she told her concerns to the school authorities and she's decided to withdraw her child. Is, is that what you're saying? That's exactly right, Neil. Um, her name is Chella White. Uh, she became aware of the program late last year when uh, it was raised, I think, in a science class that her uh, son was a part of. And uh, the, it was put forward that the school's policy was going to be to allow uh, boys who, who thought they might be a girl uh, to wear a girls' school uniform and to use the, uh, the girls' bathrooms. Uh, he told his mum about it. Uh, she made some further investigations into the program. All of this stuff is on the Safe Schools website, and, uh, which links through to the uh, Minus 18 website, which has even more extreme material on it. Uh, Chella went and saw the principal, went to a, a meeting of the school council, uh, got nowhere with them, and has even been to the education department. And, and Neil, this is what is quite outrageous. When she turned up at the education department uh, offices in inner-city Melbourne at Treasury Place there about two or three weeks ago, there was a big rainbow carpet, which is the, the symbol of the same-sex political ideology, uh, coming out of the door of the education department and onto the public footpath uh, as she went in uh, for that meeting with uh, the, the bureaucrats who, who uh, orchestrate uh, this program in Victorian schools. So this is quite a blatant political agenda and we're seeing rainbow politics carrying this extreme ideology which is now being forced uh, upon, um, upon students and parents. You know, Lyle, when Christian groups go into schools uh, where they're teaching RE or SRI, they're called different things in different states, but teaching religious education in schools, uh, one of the things that they are bound by and uh, largely uh, do hold very carefully too because it becomes a regulation and, uh, and people can appreciate that, that, uh, that uh, Christian people in schools are not there to proselytise isn't it just somehow or other a complete contradiction when we hear of this Safe Schools Coalition program proselytising, and I'm not sure you can comment on whether the use of that word is appropriate to talk about here, but it does seem to be that they're trying to convert young people to a level of uh, different and perhaps uh, what some would describe as a confused sexuality. Is that an appropriate word to, to say? But uh, And do they appear to be doing that in the schools? Neil, I think your analysis is right and it is appropriate. They would, of course, deny this. But if you look at the material on their website uh, that's promoted in schools, uh, it's clearly telling young people, if, if you think you are trapped in the wrong body, um, uh, if, if you think, you know, you're... Uh, a girl when you were born a boy, then then you should go with the uh, gender that you identify with. Um, it's it's clearly affirming uh, young people in uh, this confusion. Now we know uh, from social science that um, some young people do go through periods of of confusion, but uh, most work their way through it um, and and, uh, and and end up with with no issue with the agenda that they were with with the gender that they were born with. Um, but if you introduce this level of confusion, uh, I would be very concerned that um, you will see more and more young people uh, actually buying into this because they're told uh, to go with uh, whatever feelings they might be having at the time. Now, that, this could be incredibly dangerous because the, the program goes on to tell you know girls, for instance, that uh, if they think they're a boy, they might want to consider binding their, their breasts, binding their chests. Um, and squashing their breast tissue. Now, this is a harmful practice. It tells young boys that um, if they think they're a girl, they might want to tuck their penis. Now, 
I'm sorry to say that on, on your family radio show, show uh, Neil, but this is there in black and white in the Minus 18 website, which is promoted by the Safe Schools Coalition. And, and in fact, kids are told if they can't access that website, they should go to their teacher and get it unblocked. Uh, this is extreme stuff, and there's more stuff that I will not mention on the radio. Um, so this is a very serious program. Um, Chella White uh, says in the Herald Sun this morning that uh, she also, apart from her 14-year-old son, has a, a Year 7 daughter, and she's worried that this daughter who has a disability, she's blind, might find herself in a bathroom at school with a Year 12 student uh, of the opposite, um, you know, who, who's a male supposedly transitioning to a, a female, might find a Year 12 boy essentially in uh, her uh, Year 7 daughter's bathroom. This is a real concern. It seems to me, Lyle, that the biggest statement that you can make, the biggest protest that you can bring against this Safe Schools Coalition, if you are a concerned parent, if you recognise that children are vulnerable and are impressionable and all children are vulnerable, all children are impressionable. But this woman that you mentioned, Chella White, she may well be leading a exodus from state schools of parents who are concerned about that. Now, I'm not sure whether you want to actually uh, uh, lead the uh, the charge for people to leave state schools. I'm sure that uh, that trying to bring this under control is 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 a better answer. But but this this woman is likely to be a leader of parents who are concerned, and they are going to exit those schools when they recognise that their children are vulnerable and susceptible to the the things that are being uh, thrust upon them by the the same sex lobby. Absolutely. And um, look, Chella uh, has told us that she's not religious, she's not, not uh, a Christian, uh, but she's a concerned mother. And uh, she's planning to enrol, and I think she already has enrolled her child um, in the uh, Catholic school half an hour down the road. Um, and this is a real grief to her because, as she says in the article today, uh, she went to Frankston High. Her siblings went there. Her family has a long attachment to the school. She loves the school uh, and yet feels she can't stay uh, and have her kids in that environment uh, when this sort of gender ideology, it's contested ideology, even feminists don't agree with it. Uh, and yet the uh, Education Department and the Education Minister James Molino uh, and the federal government are funding all this. So um, this is a, a real problem and I think it's something that the public school system is going to have to really deal with um, because they risk not only losing Christian people but, but ordinary Australians who, who, uh, who just have traditional views on gender and uh, don't want their kids indoctrinated with a contested ideology. Well, Lyle Shelton, always good getting your insights into these issues and uh, I know that you'll be monitoring along the developments there and uh, certainly be interested to know uh, just how significant that is and whether parents are prepared to go to that that uh, length to actually protect their children by changing schools, uh, sending your children along to a school that doesn't uh, teach what the uh, Safe Schools Coalition program does. And you say, Lyle, it's in 480 schools, and that's uh, across various states and territories. Yes, that's in state and primary schools uh, around the nation. Uh, now, I think most people wouldn't be aware of the full extent of the extreme material that's contained in this, but I'd encourage parents to check out the websites and, and have a look for themselves and to get onto their local politicians. Um, there's some more information on the ACL's website, acl.org.au, and uh, we understand that there'll be some more media coverage of this in the next couple of days. So I'd encourage people to keep, a, keep on top of this issue and, and keep talking about it. ACL.org.au. Lyle Shelton, thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. 
Pleasure, Neil. Thanks for having us. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.